Save up to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services, conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. Wednesday night, the Utah Jazz took stop two of the Western Conference gauntlet against the world champion Golden State Warriors and came out with a dramatic win. Guarding on Durant, scoops a pass around to Corb, top to Crowder. He's wide open again. He got it again. I'm telling you, shoot when you're wide open, son. Bam! That is awesome. Five threes for Jay. Dante on the right side, guarded by Curry. Hands to Donovan. Jazz lead this by eight. Donovan in the lane. Chest it over to Ingles. Three. Got it! 11-point lead. Joe Ingles. Largest lead of the game for the Jazz. Tonight, it's another matchup against the Western Conference elite. This time, it's Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. McCollum, he's got a good look for three, and he hits. Right side, Lillard steps into a deep three. Got it. Damian Lillard. Boy, that looked so easy for him. And that was deep. The Jazz will look to see if they can stifle the Weber State Wildcat with more electrifying defense. Fast break. Tatum on the other side. Passes down low to Brown. Goes up against Gobert. Gets it blocked. Never gets to the rim. Outlet to Donovan. Crowder's at the rim. Crowder dumps this one. Rudy Gobert with amazing defensive plays tonight. From the Rose Garden in Portland, it's the Jazz and the Blazers. Tip-off is now. David, what I'm looking for tonight, I think this might determine the ball game here tonight, is that who operates the best late in the shot clock. These two teams, as you mentioned earlier, the pace of play is about the same. So we'll see who operates the best late in the shot clock. Well, coming into the season... The Blazers are the fourth best team in the league late shot clock offense. Most teams don't want to get late shot clock on the Jazz defense. Yeah. All right, Ron, in the coaching show with Quinn Snyder, I brought up what you brought up on the plane, which was how many different spots the Blazers run their pick and roll from. Uh Let's try to keep an eye on that, see how it impacts the Jazz defensively tonight. Sounds good. Here comes Damian Lillard. He's averaged 33 points a game against the Jazz last year. This time he's going to work the far side or on the sideline. It's a bounce pass to Nurkic. Nurkic averaging 15 a game. Top to Aminu for a three over favors. It comes out no good. Gobert goes to the ground. No whistle. And the rebound goes out of bounds off of the Blazers. The Jazz, by the way, just a weird little note. Ron just brought it up. What do you think the Jazz ranked defensively in the final four seconds of the shot clock? Whoa. I'm going to say very, very high. Last in the NBA. Last. Whoa. Strange, isn't it? Very strange. Last year, teams didn't throw passes against the Jazz because they wanted to get into the offense so quickly. Rubio, baseline jumper, blocked by Harkless. Aminu and Harkless are their athletic long wings. Both are pretty good three-point shooters. Nurkic is a massive man who's their center and a good passer. Bounces to McCollum. Lost the ball. Donovan with a steal. Donovan out of bounds, Jazz ball. Impressively this year, leading the team in steals, isn't he? You know those things better than I no, do. No, he's, he's fall behind. Now it's it's Ingles. Uh, Ingles oh, is two up on him, yeah. All right, we'll keep an eye on that battle. Here comes Donovan on a tight curl. Underhand scoop to Ingles. Back to Donovan. Ingles guarded by Harkless. To Gobert at the top, comes around a pick to his left, fakes the pass, drives, misses the five-foot floater, rebound tapped around, off Lillard, out of bounds, jazz ball. 
you see Nurkic. I mean, he just patrolling the paint back there in the middle of the floor and, and trying to take away that lob. And Joe Ingles is very good at getting close enough to him where he's either going to shoot it or they have to give up the lob. Portland's defense is, plays one style all the time. They don't force turnovers at all, which will be interesting against the Jazz, who usually commit a lot. Here's Rubio, free throw line jumper, swirls out, rebounds tapped around by Favors, and Portland clears. Jazz are not a great offensive rebounding team, but they have some good offensive rebounding players. McCollum left side, Favors on a switch, in the purple uniforms with the yellow numbers, a crossover into a mid-range hopper, no good. Nurkic tries to back tap it out, he does to McCollum. Attacks, gets underneath to Gobert. Nurkic goes up, Gobert comes back, Nurkic banks it off the glass and in. Yeah, you see Rudy Gobert doing a lot of what Nurkic just did. If you can't get it, try to slap it to your teammates. Ingles driving again, holding, holding, holding. Nurkic releases, he lays it up and in. Yeah, just classic Joe Ingles. So He's driving to his left, baby. That's awesome stuff. Nurkic is going to drop back, and they want you to take those mid-range shots. Here's Aminu driving on Favors on the open floor, misses the three-footer, gets it back, goes back up, Favors fouls him. Interesting offense here early from Terry Stotts, known as one of the most creative offensive minds in the league, clearly trying to get the rest of the guys involved. This is a team that, you know, 50 points a night about is be, are being scored by McCollum and Lillard, but we saw the opening play went to Nurkic in the post. That was an isolation for uh, Al Farouk Aminu. Should be interesting to see how they, Jazz can adapt to that. Little note on the Blazers' offense and where they want to shoot from. The Blazers take the fewest amount of corner threes, or second fewest amount of corner threes of anyone in the league. The Jazz, one of the best teams in the league, at denying the corner three. So that's not something the Jazz should have to deal with tonight. Yeah, lots of the, the, the threes there for the Blazers are like free throw line extended or straight down the barrel. Rubio. Angle right, penetrates, hands back to Ingles. You see how quickly they recover? Swings back to Rubio, gives to Gobert. Nurkic is there between him and the rim. The shot's no good. Rebound out of bounds off Portland. Yep. So we're going to talk about this all night long. The big use of Nurkic, who's, I mean, he's just a mammoth man, but he's not a vertically, he's not a big long guy like Gobert. Instead, he comes in weighing at 285 pounds, 7 feet tall. He just backs up basically to under the rim and is never going to let you behind him. Pick and roll, bounce out to Mitchell, gets in the lane, kicks it back out to Ingles. Contested three, right side is good. 5-4 Utah. Yeah, the Jazz are going to have to play fast. Fast meaning on, in the half court. They're going to have to really move move the basketball in order to get shots like that. Right sideline pick and roll for Lillard. He doesn't get anywhere, kicks up top to Nurkic. Nurkic drives on Gobert, tries to go up and under, misses the left-hand shot, rebound tapped out to go Ingles. Yusuf Nurkic, 7 feet tall, 280 pounds, shoots below 50%. Ingles off a pick and roll and a foul on Hartless. And Ron, Rudy Gobert has taken in the message from shoot-around today very clearly early in this game. The message was set that pick, hold that pick. Nurkic is going to drop. It doesn't matter how long you hold that pick and then roll. Exactly. And he's setting a great pick here early. Exactly. And that really will make a difference there because if Nurkic is dropping in and Rudy holds that pick long enough, hey, Joe Ingles is going to be open for very quickly and be able to get in, into that restricted area. We've set up the storylines of the strategy here pretty well for you. We'll tell you about the teams in a second. 5-4, Donovan in lane over to Rubio. Rubio penetrates, brings Nurkic to him, gives to Favors. Back out to Rubio, bullets it back down to Favors, but he couldn't handle it. It goes out of bounds. 
But that quick ball movement is absolutely taking place, Ron. And it's necessary because, believe me, these guys recover very, very well. And if you get the defense scrambling, I don't care who you are, you're going to get a good shot. Jazz are third in, or third worst team in the league at committing turnovers. Blazers force one of the least in the league. Jazz turn one over there. Aminu three right side, no good. Aminu's been shooting that three for the Blazers kind of inconsistently over the last few years. You know, and I was just about to say that, David, and this is a foul that, that's... Parkless trips Ingles. That's what were you going to say? Uh, how inconsistent I was watching Aminu shoot before the ball game. And... He's very inconsistent with his shots. I, I can imagine if he gets on a roll, then he's there. But you know, he misses to the right, or he misses long, or he misses left, you know, that type of thing. And that tells me that he, he'll struggle from time to he's time. He's on a little bit of a roll right now. He's 47% for the last 10 games. Quick release, left corner from Ingles. And a foul. No good. And Evan Turner just checked in the game, fouls him. That was the second foul on Mo Harkless. Harkless is often the bellwether of the Blazers, and what I mean by that is simply, and the crowd doesn't like that call at all, he's the bellwether in the sense that if he plays, they're good. If he doesn't play, they struggle a little bit. See, now this is why... Do you like this call, the, Ron, or not? The NBA should stay out of the Twitter business. Because this is a bad call? <laughs> because if that was... Boy, I tell you, he was nowhere near Joe Ingles. And Joe's going to get three free throws out of this. Wow, that's, I've never seen this, by the way. The Jumbotron literally highlighted with a circle on a telestrator where the official missed the call. And Ingles has missed the first two free throws. You know why? The ball don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's for us. Some interesting games. I thought that was, David, before you go into that, I thought there was a rule that you couldn't show that on the Jumbotron no more than once. Well, I also just think having the Jumbotron mocking the officials isn't really healthy for the game. And again, that's the perfect example why the NBA officials should stay out of the Twitter business. Driving. Lillard has Gobert shadowing him. Passes back out. Resets to the right corner. Catch and shoot three. Got it. Great activity, very Steph Curry-esque by Dame Lillard, 7-6 Blazers. Well, come to the ball, majority of the time, he's going to come back to the basketball. Ingles snakes around on the pick and roll, Gobert rolling, hits t- Turner in the jaw, and they call a foul on Gobert, he didn't think he did it. Turner either faked it beautifully or got caught. Ingles executed that perfectly. The way the Jazz want to take that pick and roll, if they're going to drop the big, is to snake back underneath it. Forcing Nurkic to come over, and then the roll by Rudy is going to be on the far side. 7-6. Shoot around was a good one today. It really was. Lillard, backdoor cut. Rubio gets beat. Lillard fouled from behind. Now, perfect example of, of a, a two-foot jump there. If he catches it and destroys with one foot, it's a clean layup. But the two-foot jumper gave Rubio a chance to recover and try to block the shot. First substitution, Jay Crowder in, and Kyle Korver's going to follow quickly thereafter. Is still Quinn trying to figure out his rotations a little bit. Ooh, a 30-point bell early in the broadcast tonight as the Jazz and the Blazers playing a late-night one. 30-point bells brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus and Linden, inviting you to test drive a luxurious automobile today. You're always surprised when a 90% free-throw shooter Misses. Well, he just did that. Yeah. Second one's good. Blazers have played from ahead most of the season 
with this lineup. They play Lillard and McCollum almost exclusively together now. Here's Mitchell right side. Driving, bringing through defenders to him. Double clutches, blocked from behind by Turner. Nurkic is able to save it. Push ahead to Turner. Turner much bigger than Rubio, tries to bump and back. Turnaround jumper, good. 10-6. Rubio, free throw line, Gobert. Drives at Nurkic, puts up a high left-hander off the window and in. The expanding offensive game of Rudy Gobert. McCollum driving quickly the other way, misses the layup as Mitchell and Corver defend beautifully. 10-8 Portland. This is probably what this game's gonna be. You say this game hasn't got a rhythm yet. I don't I think this is the game's rhythm. Rubio kicks to Corver. Open corner three. Got it. A rare blazer corner three give. Transition offense. Keep this team scrambling. When the Blazers give them up, they give them up. They're the second worst team defending the corner three. They allow the fifth fewest of anyone in the league. McCollum, turnaround, jumper three, no good on the right side. Rebound, Gobert, 11-10, Utah. 6-18 left first quarter. Here's Rubio, penetrating, brings Nurkic to him. Nash dribbles around, lobs it high to Gobert, but too high. Turnover down low. Fast break the other way, Lillard. Attacking Crowder, gets caught in the air, flips back to Turner, right side to McCollum. Donovan's got it. Donovan had a great defensive game against Turner the other night. Now a foul on the Jazz, and we'll have our first time out of the night. The foul, I believe, is on Donovan Mitchell. But unfortunately, the official signal's away from us in this building, so we can't always tell. It is, in fact, on Donovan Mitchell. 11-10 is the score. Jazz the early lead on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash, Quinn Snyder. They don't let you shoot threes. They do that to everybody, and, and they really, really focus on it against us because they they pull in off the corners um, a lot to try to take away, you know, really bottle up the roll. They pull in from the strong side to try to take away the dribble penetration, and whether the ball is going away from you or coming towards you, you have to really work to space and be ready to shoot. C.J. McCullough. And the bench has continued to step up and help us out by managing leagues, you know, extending leagues for us and, and taking care of the ball and our role players have to be aggressive they have to t- attack and take advantage of their opportunities those are cj mccullum and quinn snyder in our player spot or in our sound flash brought to you by new skin new skin proud sponsor of the utah jazz discover the best you jazz executing the game plan well early here good focus good connectivity trail at 12 11 after the free throws were good ron you'd agree i totally agree this team, you must execute your off uh, your, just very well. Rubio at the top. Both McCollum and Lillard are still in the game. And we'll talk about this throughout as the Blazers will take them out. Last year, the two of them played 48% of the minutes on the floor together. This year, they're playing 65% of the team's minutes together on the floor. It's a big change. They're plus six when they're on together, and it uh, it's not been great otherwise. It's been really inconsistent. Often determines how they play. Left side, Rubio has a good look. Three, it's online. It's nothing but net. Ricky Rubio needed that one. He's been scuffling a little bit shooting. Two of his last 15 from three. Puts the Jazz up 14-12. Lillard left side, sideline. Bounces to Turner in the post. Jazz switching nicely off the ball. 
Lillard comes back to get it, guarded by Mitchell. He'll be a left side pick and roll toward the middle. Lillard checks to Aminu, corner three, up and in. Now you, now you see what happened there. Rudy goes over to the double like he's supposed to, but Donovan let Lillard come back to his right. Corver quickly the other way, scores it to make it 16-15. Evan Turner, play Big Ten Player of the Year out of Ohio State, really a point guard in a either power forward or small forward body. Turnaround jumper out of the post, up and in. That's his shot there, David. I've watched enough of him. Not a great three-point shooter, but you get him in that mid-range, 15 feet. Rubio penetrating, reverse layup short. Rebound comes down to Nurkic. Ricky's gotten better at the rim throughout the year. McCullum, contested three, well short. Rubio rebounds. Jazz on the run, Crowder's got a step. Pass to Crowder's too far underneath by Rubio. Crowder's got to come back the other side. Crowder with bright yellow shoes and the purple uniform. Corver in the corner. Bullet pass from Donovan. Corver takes a contested three, no good. Really contested. 17-16. Kyle coming off a 4-3 game against Golden State. Wanted probably heat check. Turner bumps and backs Rubio into the post. Bounce to Nurkic. Layup good. Turner just bogarting the smaller Ricky Rubio. 19-16. Gobert outside the three-point, or at the three-point line, being unguarded. Having a hard time getting the pass up, gets it to Rubio. Now they play the pick and roll. Rubio fakes going under, goes back, finds a cutting. Crowder lays it up and in. Beautiful read by Jay Crowder on the baseline, and that's something, Ron, they put in and shoot around where they slide down, and then Crowder cuts. Yeah, it's just amazing how things start to fall into place. You pay attention, and you do what you're supposed to do. You just, just might get an easy layup just like that. Lillard right side. So they run left side pick and rolls. He'll just fire a three and swish. Uh-oh. A deep three for Dane Lillard, and Quinn Snyder wants a timeout immediately. 22-18 Portland on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now. get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. 22-18, Blazers with the four-point advantage because that guy, Dame Lillard, is really good. Rod, he's just, he's just Steph Curry-esque. It's the best compliment you can give him. You're asking me if Damian Lillard is... No, I just said he's, I mean, he's just terrific. He's just Steph Curry-esque. Oh, he, he's, he's absolutely terrific. And, and I, I think he's probably maybe a better penetrator than Steph Curry, but, you know, both guys have tremendous amount of range. Both like to shoot very well going to the left. And Damian Lillard is special. And I really, really like this game. Thurl Bailey joins us now. Kyle Corver, another elbow jumper up and in. Kyle's got six points here early. Seven. Seven points. So Dame Lillard is on the floor without C.J. McCollum. And he's done 963 minutes this year with McCollum and only 128 without him. So... Of his 36 minutes tonight, he'll play 32 of them with CJ. This is a rare moment when they're both not on the floor together. Pass up top to Myers Leonard. He double dribbles. They don't call it. Pass to Lillard. Off his leg out of bounds. And Lillard gets spun around like a top. Jazz come out with Exum, Corver, Ingles, Crowder, and Favors. And Thurl Bailey joins us now back from Salt Lake City on the AT&T Sports Desk. Blazers 22, Jazz 20. Thurl, what are you seeing here early? Well, I see some good... Good offensive strategy by the Jazz, doing a great job of getting a great start. 
uh, and, and getting the shots they want. Now, not all of them have gone, but you like the fact that they're going early for the Jazz, especially Crowder, in this first quarter. Crowder takes an open three. It's no good. Jay's about a 36% open three shooter. Turner trying to bump and back Crowder. This will be harder than doing it against Rubio. Fades back and misses. Nice rebound with Favors with Collins all over his back, and the ball goes out of bounds off Collins. Blazers have Lillard with Seth Curry, not Steph, don't worry, along with Evan Turner, Myers Leonard, and Zach Collins. Both Collins and Leonard can play on the outside as big men. Ingles comes on a tight curl, bounces to Favors, attacks the 10, through Leonard who held verticality and up and high over him and in. I'm surprised that went in. I think so, Derek. <laughs> 22 all. 147 left here in the quarter. Lillard guarded by Exum. Dante with his hands back. Bounce inside to Collins. Played a year at Gonzaga. Bumps back. Passes down low to Lillard. Pass out. Corver reads it perfectly. Taps it away. Ingles with a steal. Hands back to Kyle. Back over to Joe. Right corner three. Pow! Wow. What's the Beautiful wow there, Thurl? Beautiful ball movement by those two. You like to see both of those guys out there on the court together knocking threes down. As quick as this team recovers, boy, you you, you keep them scrambling. Dante on an off ball foul. We haven't seen Ingles and Corver together a great deal, have we? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. But I think uh, there was there were some moments there in Golden State. But you've got two outside threats like that. Uh, you've got to guard both of them. And Joe's been really good at creating shots for other people, but we know he's just as dangerous out by the three. Quinn's really trying to fiddle around right now and figure out this second unit. Turner, pull up mid-range jumper over Corver, rattles around and heads in. I'm just... What, Rob? He's a great mid-range shooter. Crowder, three, good. Jay Crowder taking open threes is a beautiful thing. Jay Crowder taking contested threes, not my most favorite. Well, he's been on fire. 28-24, it's because his last two games, he has taken really good looks. Here's Staskis over, over to Turner, it's up and in. So Damon Lillard and C.J. McCollum are off the floor right now. See if the Jazz can take advantage. Dante explodes by Curry, long arms off the glass, blocked by Leonard goaltending. Yeah, that's gotta be goaltending. Joe Ingles and Kyle Korver have played 40 minutes combined together this season in over eight games. Ironically enough, the Jazz are shooting 34% and 28% from three when they're on the floor together. Dante's bucket makes it 30-26. to 26. Curry at the top. Who scores for them now? Is it Turner in the mid-range? Is it the shooting of Curry? Pass to Curry, knocked away. Bad pass, stolen by Exxon, but largely a bad pass because the Jazz pressured the ball and Dante took away the route from Curry. So great defense. Eight seconds left in the quarter. Jazz have 14 points on their last seven possessions. Dante to the rack, high off, kicks to the corner. Crowder for three. Pow! 33-26 Utah. The Jazz score 17 points on their final eight possessions of the quarter. Wow. Thorough Yeah, that's what I said. That is what you said. You got any other thoughts for me before I let you go? You know no, what's I mean, you, to bring back, you love Thurl? this rhythm. You know what's that to bring back? You know what we need to bring back? What's a, that? A chorus of yums. 
Ron doesn't even uh. remember, Thurl. You're my guy. I'll stick with you. All right, guys. See ya. I'll tell the story to you off the air. You okay. remember. <laughs> Thurl, you're the best. 33-26. Jazz lead it by seven on the Jazz Radio Network. Wrapped up the first quarter. Jazz miss coming out. Collins hits a post move, and now Corver buries a three, and Kyle's got 10 points off the bench tonight. 36-28 Utah. Jazz scored 17 points in their final eight possessions of the quarter, and their offensive rating's at 140 right now. Collins misses on the left side on a banker, and the Jazz come the other way. Blazers' defense has only been okay this year, and the Jazz are exploiting it right now. Crowder hands it off to Axum. Dante gets in the lane. Wild left-hand shots, nowhere close. Rebound comes out to Collins. Chested to Curry with his white headband. Wears 31. He'll take a deep three like his brother, put it off the back rim. Rebound comes down to Exum. Dante on the far side had a very good first quarter. Top to Ingles, playing with Corver tonight. Ingles drives, throws a pass out of bounds. Turnover. You know what's interesting, Ron? The Jazz have turned the ball over tonight four times, which is a lot, and the Blazers don't force turn. But all of them have been trying to create plays, and almost all of them have been dead balls when they're done. So it doesn't, it hasn't had a negative impact. It's really no differently than a missed shot right now. Well, some coaches don't mind that if you're trying to make a play. Stauskas drives the baseline, stops, kicks out to Leonard. By, oh, now takes the three after faking the pass, misses. Collins back inside, lays it up and in. Zach Collins is a name you might not be familiar with, but a really nice player. It was the 10th pick in the draft with Sacramento in the part of a 2017. Trade. Crowder driving on Collins into his body, hard to the rim, finishes and fouled. He'll buy it, and he'll get one free. See, this so, is he, sorry, Rob. Here's a little rotation change. So Royce O'Neal will check in for Joe Ingles. So Ingles went out, came right back in with Corver, and now O'Neal comes in for the first time in the second quarter, and he's been playing really well recently. Yeah. You're absolutely right about trying to find a different rotation or find a rotation that's really, really going to work for the Jazz. Crowder misses the play. It's 38-30. Right side, Turner. He's got Corver. Kicks it out to Leonard. Deep knee bend. Three. Got it. He's not a bad three-point shooter. In fact, he doesn't really have anything else to his offensive game. Axum, high pick and roll in favors. That's the great combination. Derek goes high over Leonard and puts it on top of his noggin. Oh, wow. Derek favors. That was mean. Turner, top to Stauskas. Stauskas works the right side. Favors shadowing him. Stauskas goes to the baseline. Tough look, no good. Corver rebounds. 40-33 Utah. Dante. Top to Favors, left side O'Neal. Hands back over to Crowder. Fires the three, hits again, Jay Crowder. And Telling the Jazz. you, David, that ball movement is tremendous. And you know what? The Blazers quick. don't pressure the ball a lot. They stay no. in the shell, as Quinn said in the coaches show, almost a 2-1-2 zone. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of things stopping that ball movement. When the Portland Trail Blazers, they run off that screen, at the high screen a lot. Pass down low to Leonard. He passes it back out. Saved by Turner off Garretson out of bounds. Garretson's an official. See the rotation? It's beautiful. Rotation from the backside there. That left Leonard up in the air with nowhere to pass the basketball. And 
Trying to fabricate something. Turned it over. Jazz have 25 bench points. Blazers have gone a little bit this year as their bench has gone. With this lineup without Lillard. Dante to the basket, nobody there. Dante peers down the cylinder with a right hand slam dunk. It's 45-33 Utah. Timeout, Terry Stotts. X marks the spot on the Jazz Radio Network. 40 years of Utah Jazz basketball. He hands to the Booner. Off the baseline left. Takes it inside. Reverse layup drops in. Throws it out to Ron Boone. The Booner stops and pops and hits from 20 feet. Here is Ron Boone against the bird with the foul line one-hander. Yes. Known as the Iron Man of the ABA, Ron Boone was a member of the 70-71 Utah Stars, the ABA champions, and finished his ABA career as the third all-time leading scorer. Oh, by the spirits as Gilmore slapped it over to Boone inadvertently. Here is the Booner at the line. Gives to Marvin. Short jump. Good. After the ABA-NBA merger in 1976. Boone played in the NBA for six seasons, the first for the Kansas City Kings, then the Lakers, before returning to Utah to finish his playing career with the Utah Jazz. For the last 31 years, Ron Boone has joined you every single night, bringing you either the TV or radio broadcast. And for the last 10 years, I've been fortunate to be the one sitting next to him. Ron Boone, 40 years of jazz basketball. Wow. Time goes by fast. Oh. Dante drives, kicks to Cephalo Shataba with his Air Max shoes, hits the three on the right side. Nike just came got and those gave today, him, didn't he? They gave him special shoes today to honor uh, a commitment that he's had in wearing those. Dante with his sixth assist. That is a season high for Dante, and we're in the second quarter. Here's Collins, three left side, well short, rebound Corver. Jazz lead this 48-35. ESPN NBA analyst Kevin Pelton is on our stats tonight. Blazers are about to do a Jim Boylan and sub in five guys. Exum down low, favors, he's fouled. That pass underneath the arms there of is that Leonard. Well, we talked about what would happen, the Blazers changing what they're doing substitution-wise. And Dame Lillard went out of the game. It was 25-22 Utah. He will come back in the game. The Jazz will have outscored them 23 or now 24 to 13 without Lillard. Kevin, what are you seeing in this one so far? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. We, we've talked about the importance of this. I was here a week ago against Toronto. The bench kind of broke out of the slump that they've had. Uh, terrific performance by Seth Curry coming off the bench. He got, gave them some good minutes. And this is pretty much the exact opposite of that. Dante Exum, has, his quickness is making a huge difference, huge impact on the game. It's nice to see, you know, we've seen flashes of this at times, but to see it over an extended period of time, very exciting. You know, uh, David wasn't there, but he t- uh, talked about Terry Stotts, talked about the 10-man rotation that, he's, that he wants to use now. Yeah, and it's a little bit unusual. He, uh, he usually prefers a nine-man rotation. Lillard back to a cut back in the game. It's 49-37. Seven minutes left. Substitutions. Rubio in for Exit. Cephalosha, O'Neal favors and Mitchell. And O'Neal throws a bullet to his best friend. Goes right by him out of bounds. Went right through his arms there. His hands, rather. <laughs> 49-37. Jazz lead it by 12. Jazz offense has been brilliant. Offense is scoring about 1.5 points every time they cross half court. Nurkic attacking the 10. He gets fouled by Cephalosha. Jazz doubled on the pick and roll with Lillard, and then Nurkic had an easy roll to the rack. 
And he went to go dunk it. Cephalosia had enough guts to get in his way and fouled him. Well, you just get up there and hit the shooting arm. That's exactly what, what he did. Just keep you from making the basket. Get it from the free throw line. Don't get dunked on, in other words. That's an unusual play, though. One of the sources of frustration in Portland is that Nurkic, even though he's this big, physical, brawny guy, tends to be a little bit finesse around the basket. He doesn't usually go up and look to dunk that ball, and that's what got him the two free throws here. He's shooting 48%, and he doesn't make threes. So, like, he's not, a, like, crazy. He's a pick-and-pop player, you think? I don't know what he is, actually, offensively. 49-37. Cephalosia. Hands it off to Rubio. Rubio drives the baseline, turns it over. Rebound comes out. This is a bad turnover. It's a live ball turnover at the free throw line. Fast break the other way, missed it. Rebound tap, Gobert. That's in a contrast to the other turnovers we've talked about tonight where it was to make a play for a shot. That one almost cost the Jazz points. Jazz by 12, here's Donovan. He's only taken one shot. He's got some airspace here. Fires left side, too hard off the handle. Long rebound, Lillard's got it on the push. Ahead to Aminu. They call him Chief. Top to Lillard. The Weaver State product, and Rubio strips him. Lillard comes back and gets it. High pick and roll. Bounces to Nurkic. Stops, kicks to Aminu. Run off the three-point line. Steps into a mid-range jumper. Missed it. Rebound Donovan. Chess ahead to Rubio. Near sideline. Rubio crossing over, attacking the basket. Blocked by Lillard. Off the glass, out of bounds. How they're calling this jazz ball, I am not sure. Lillard's really upset about it. I think he's completely right. There's no way that this ball as it gets blocked here, but then it had to go out of bounds somehow. Rubio clearly is the one who pushed it out of bounds. Cephalosha hands off to O'Neal. O'Neal gives to Gobert at the free throw line. Rudy hands to Rubio in the lane, brings two defenders to him. Another turnover by Rubio. And Cephalosha fouls Lillard going the other way. And Ricky now has three turnovers to go to his four assists. He's one of five shooting. A little bit of this, Ron, is that go all the way back to that one, like, revealing conversation we had with Quincy Lewis. He missed that one reverse layup, and it's as though he doesn't want to take it again. That was the play there, was a reverse side layup. And instead, he forced a pass into traffic. One. McCullum, free throw line, pull up, jumper, good. C.J. McCullum was 0 for 4 prior to that. Lasers have both McCullum and Lillard back on the floor together. Now play 65% of the team minutes together. Donovan banks it off the window for the right baseline up and in. Jazz run at one point, stretched out to about 24 to 8. They lead by 12. McCullum, pick, rise, fire, three, no good. Rebound, Gobert holds it over his head, looking out. Let Jazz are trying to push more off. Misses. Cephalosia, big step in the lane. Hands to Gobert up the back of Nurkic, and he's fouled. Boy, an nifty pass there. I think it was a little bit of a have to. Ron, I did not get a chance to get the whole story on the shoes. Did, were you able to watch the video of what Nike brought to Tabo? No, I have not. Uh, I know they're... I know Aaron Falk is here with the Jazz, with utahjazz.com.
Aaron stops by, is summoned over. Give us the backstory on the Tabo Cephalosha shoes. Yeah, so Tabo's the only guy in the league that wears these Air Max 90s. Uh, it's a like, very popular sneaker, just not on a basketball court. Um, today, the Air Max team came, uh, met at the team hotel, gave him two um, colorways designed just for him. He's got some South African-themed uh, shoes on tonight. Tomorrow night, you might see a, uh, a special city edition one that I'm sure all of his teammates are going to be clamoring for. Um, just... Really, uh, really cool. It's the only second person they've ever done this for. The other was Eminem. Awesome. Thank you, Aaron. No Appreciate problem. It. On without prep. Nice job. Aaron Falk, very talented. UtahJazz.com. Lillard respaces again for a three and makes it. Rubio penetrates down the baseline, kicks the top to Ingles. Gobert conducting from the free throw line. Nurkic doesn't guard him. He stays in the restricted area. Gives over to Ingles. Contested right corner three with two on the shot clock. No good. 53-42, Cephalosha now out, Crowder back in. Need to stop here to keep him from getting Lillard momentum. penetrating at Gobert, big steps in the lane, squatted out of bounds by Rudy. Set. Lillard tonight has two threes, Ron. Both of them are when he missed an initial shot, or yes, he has three threes. Both, two of the three, though, are on when he missed an initial shot and then re-spaced back out to the corner. That's why, it, it, with guys like that, you have to just, wow. McCollum fading on the left baseline scores it. You have to, you have to stay, you have to think that they're always gonna come to the ball and you play them that way. Donovan, top to Crowder, right side Rubio. Ingles in the corner, Jazz getting the ball movement going again. Ingles comes on a pick and roll with Gobert, throws it off the leg of Nurkic or off the arm of Nurkic, out of bounds. That pass is just not available. It's definitely not, and I thought Joe had a, had a, a layup there as well. Timeout on the floor. Jazz lead at 53-44 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz led this one by as many as 14. It's now 9, 53-44. A brilliant bench outing from the Jazz. 13 for Jay Crowder. 12 for, 10 for Kyle Korver, and 4 for Dante Exum led the way. Jazz now have their starting five with Crowder in for favors back out on the floor. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why we developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location. Start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Exum is in for Rubio. Dante was brilliant early this game. Let's see how he deals with Lillard. He did not have to play against Dame a great deal. Just seven on the shot clock as Ingles gives to Gobert for a five-foot push shot that's blocked by Nurkic. McCullum to the front court. McCullum working on the left side. He's not at the most efficient season. Gives the top to Nurkic. Gobert battling two number 27s. McCullum, free throw line, contested mid-range jumper, no good. Offensive rebound, Nurkic. Down on the ground, goes up. We got a kick by Nurkic. And then Nurkic got something rattled around the midsection, I think. He is on his hands and knees, looking like he wants to be a catcher for the Seattle Mariners. Well, what are we to get the ball out? I mean, there's no timeout. What are they waiting on? Because he got hit in the... It doesn't matter. Duels, you got to call they're being, timeout. They're being nice to him. <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly what Ron Garrison did. He started wiping the ball like it was wet or something, you know? Well, that's, that had people worried there in that sentence for a second. Ingles driving, flips it high above the square and into the si cylinder. Wow. 
That'll be another one I'm not sure he thought was going in, Ron. You said that <laughs> earlier tonight. I might go there, too, on that one. Nurkic at the top. The Bosnian, originally drafted by Denver, gets to the drive. Her Harkless coming, swiping in a foul, and it is Ingles. Ron Garrison with the call. Ingles does not agree. Ron Garrison might have guessed. No Harkless to the line. He had two fouls early. That might have changed the game a little bit. When he picked up those early fouls, huh? Harkless tonight is plus two. They're plus seven with Aminu on the floor and plus seven with Nurkic. And with those two guys off the floor and going to their bench, they're minus 18 tonight. Derek Favors is the Jazz plus minus king, but so is Dante Exum. Nine minutes plus 20 tonight for Dante. First free throw for Harkless is good. It's 55-44. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. There are no injuries to talk about. How remarkable is that? Dante. Top to Gobert. Hands to Ingles. Flips the pick. Ingles has got a good look. He fires a three. It rims off. Nice execution, though. That one will come back later tonight. Joe's two for four from three. Lillard drives the right baseline. Exum forced into the baseline. Pass down low to Aminu. He shoves off on Ingles, and that's a foul. Very good call. Great call. So interesting to me what the players complain about. Yeah, that was a, that's a great call. And then call. even more interesting what fans boo about. In any arena, including ours. And this is the third time they've shown that on the jumbo Well. Dante, right baseline, floats it up to Gobert, tries to tap it in traffic, no chance. McCollum comes out of traffic, runs over Crowder. That's a foul on Jay. It's going to be an interesting thing to watch here, Ron, on Dante, because Dante was brilliant in his stretch, but he played almost exclusively without Nurkic on the floor. And Nurkic is the type of big that in the past has given Dante a lot of troubles. You have to make a lot of reads. You can't go too deep. You can't over-dribble. If Dante can make a nice stretch here offensively, that would be a big step in his development. What I'd like to see in, in, is for him to realize he doesn't have to make the play all the time. Aminu, right side, three, no good. Gobert and Nurkic battling, and Dante comes and takes the tap. Just ahead to Donovan. Donovan playing a very quiet game right now. Goes to the lane at McCullum, blocked by Nurkic. Donovan's trying to figure out different moves. That one was like a swing through he tried with big, long strides. He just hasn't figured out the mechanisms right now. Ball fakes a three on the right baseline, does Donovan. Gets into the lane, three different guys around him. Throws a bad pass to the corner. There's Donovan dribbling into two deep, getting in trouble like we just talked about Dante. Lillard driving, he's got Gobert on his shoulder, gets by him and lays it up and in. Jazz come back the other way. They've got an advantage, 55-47. Crowder left corner. Doesn't take the three, just wasn't settled. That's fine. Better shot selection will lead to better shooting percentage. Whoa. Ingles takes a three, left side. No, rebound comes down to McCullum. 55 seconds left in the quarter. Nurkic deep in the post on Crowder. Bumping, backing, spinning. Crowder steals it. Nurkic showed it. Crowder took it. Crowder leads the break behind to Donovan. Stop and pop three, too long. Crowder high up for the board, has it. Now it's loose. Crowder trying to pull it away from traffic. We've got a jump ball. 32.9 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz lead by eight. Crowder has 13 points tonight, leading the Jazz. Five of seven shooting. 
And Hartless stole the jump ball in front of Don Donovan. Donovan now knocks it away from McCullum. McCullum has it, Donovan dives. Donovan has to go back and find Lillard. CJ drives. CJ weaves underneath. 20 seconds left up top to Nurkic. 20 foot jumper straight away, good. Blazers on a little bit of a run. They're gonna be disappointed that halftime comes. Donovan to the front court. 12 seconds left in the quarter. One of five for Donovan tonight. High pick with five seconds. With four, he takes a high arcing three, misses. Rebound Harkless. 10-2 run by the Blazers to close and the Jazz will lead by six at the half. 55-49 on the Jazz. Second half, we're already underway. Rudy Gobert tries to go from the top on Yusuf Nurkic, misses, and then a back cut by CJ McCollum leads to a dunk. So a six-point lead at the half is down to four. Here's Rubio, he's one for five shooting tonight. Wide open layup will get him going on a beautiful play on a handoff from Joe Ingles. The old school UCLA cut leads to an easy layup. Actually, about almost the exact same play the Blazers ran a yes, moment ago. It, it was the exact same play. Lillard left side. Top to McCullum. McCullum travels. So let's reset all the storylines, Ron, we had for the fans who joined us in the very beginning, talking about these two teams. The Blazers defensively will play a very set shell defense, not force a lot of turnovers, and the Jazz were able to take advantage of the first half how? Yeah, because of their defense and, and putting the Blazers in a short clock, So who's sorry, let me, that? Foul, foul was called. Uh -huh. Donovan was driving the basket. Donovan will shoot you for this. Let me try that again. I don't think you heard me. What did the Jazz offensively able to do to the Blazers' defensive Oh, style? okay. With just ball movement, and, and I mean, they really passed the basket. They played fast, in other words. They played fast. Uh, they got the ball to open shooters. They knocked down threes. Nine for 18 from the three-point line there in the first half. And that was huge. They matched that again the second half. The Jazz win this basketball game. And 18 threes against the Blazers is a lot. The Jazz averaged 24 attempts last year. Donovan splits the free throws. He's one of six in the field, one of two from the line tonight, three points. Lillard, bounce pass Amino, attacking Gobert, goes to the window, misses. Rebound favors, clears it. The Wasatch front combining, three on two break. Rubio stops outside the three-point line, fires and hits. 61-51, Jazz back up by 10. And Ricky Rubio has his third field goal. Got that layup and then he buries a three. McCollum, tight curl. Rudy shadows him, now he brings Rudy out. Crosses Rudy over, goes to the lane, layup, good. That's all right. That's nothing easy about that. No, nothing easy, but you know, you, they're so good at playing with the ball. Both of these, somebody, Lillard and Rubio penetrates, Nash dribbles around, kicks out to Donovan, he takes a left-hand dribble, takes a four-footer, it's too hard. He is not a good shooter in that paint non-restricted non area. Lillard, working the right side, bounce to Amino, attacking Gobert again, this time he thinks better of it. Loses the dribble, runs it back down, carries with it, they don't call. He swings a cross-court pass over to Harkless, contested three from the corners, no good. Rebound Gobert, and you'll no see nothing on the score sheet that had Rudy to do with that except for the fact that Aminu just wouldn't challenge him a second time. 
Rubio drives the baseline, reverse layup, good! That's the exact shot he didn't take in the first half, and he takes it there and puts the Jazz up 10. And Ricky Rubio comes out in the third quarter firing. McCullum on the right side. They McCullum and Lillard combined for 50 of their points. A pull-up mid-range jumper for McCullum, no good. Rubio rebound, throws a bad outlet pass for his fifth turnover of the game. Lillard on the right side. Body bumps into Mitchell. Over to Amina with favors flying at him. Three no good. Ingles rebounds. I was wrong a moment ago. It was only the fourth turnover by Rubio. Spinning, losing control of his dribble. Donovan dives to the ground. Tied up by Damian Lillard into the Adidas jump ball. You know, I go back to that Steph Curry comment, Ron. I've never thought this about Donovan, but Steph Curry's comment about the key to his whole shooting game is his handle. I think that's a huge area of focus for Donovan is the ability to have a little better handle so he's on balance more often. Donovan tips it over to the side. Favors able to work to it. Rubio ball face, gives to Derek, hands off to Gobert, attacks, double clutches and rips it home. Oh, Rudy, don't do me like that. Not only did he double clutch, he had to move it to the left, or to the right there of Nurkic to dunk the basketball. Unbelievable move. Jazz back up by 12, 65-53. 8.52 left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Dante to the basket, nobody there. Dante peers down the cylinder with a right-hand slam dunk. It's 45-33 Utah. Timeout, Terry Stotts. X marks the spot. Dante with a season-high six assists in the first half. Led the Jazz second half. Surge, he's your player spotlight. Brought to you by WCF Insurance. WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there. Kevin Pelton is our statistician tonight from ESPN. Jazz lead at 65-53. We'll jump, let him jump on here in a second, get a thought of what he's seeing. Uh, Terry Stotts, very good out of timeouts, usually brings the Blazers in. McCullum driving to the basket, bounce to the corner. Aminu will take the corner three with favors flying at him, no good. Rubio rebounds. Jazz trying to really push off misses. This Here comes Donovan, in and out dribble at McCullum, gets caught. Bad pass to Gobert, turnover. 65-53, Blazers by down by 12 as Aminu works to the front. Half goes up, Donovan comes down and turns it over. I'll give Donovan credit. He's having miserable offensive games, but his defensive effort the last two nights has been great. Rubio driving, layup, scores. Ten points in the quarter for Rubio. We're playing fast, David. The Jazz are 29th in the league off of scoring off of opponents' misses, according to Cleaning the Glass. If, if they pick that up, they've solved all the offensive problems because everything else is about the same as last year. Here's Aminu driving, trips on Favors' feet, and Favors gets called for a foul. Kevin Pelton, the ESPN analyst, does fabulous work. What are you seeing in this game, Kevin? Well, in this third quarter in particular, what we're seeing is when Rubio is aggressive attacking the basket, looking to score, how much it opened things up for not only himself, but everybody else. I think a lot of the turnovers he has, you mentioned it with the reverse, are a result of his unwillingness to shoot. Three ball right side, Harkless up and in. 67-56, Jazz by 11. Jazz made their hay in the first half when Damian and CJ were off the floor. Ingles driving, ball fakes right to go. Bear opens himself up a lane and lays it up and in. And the frustrated Blazer team going back the other way as the Jazz continue to slice them up on the offensive end. Jazz defense is beginning to have an impact. 
Nurkic, free throw line jumper, no good. Rebound loose, kicked by Amina right over to Mitchell. Jazz offense, defensive rating is a 95 right now. Donovan, crossover, settles himself, fires, misses. One for eight tonight for Donovan Mitchell coming off a bad shooting night against the Warriors. Lillard, pick and roll, down to Nurkic. Favors comes over nicely, puts the hook open in. You take that, Ron? Take that, yes. The defensive plan was executed perfectly. Just Nurkic ended up just making a good shot. That's all it is to it. And it's a two. And it's not named Lillard. Rubio, left side. Goes away from the Gobert pick. Fades to his little shot on the left side. Swish. The, the Rubio. That's really what we should just call it. The Ricardo. How's that? That shot becomes the Ricardo. McCullum with Donovan all over him. And Donovan fouls him. It's really interesting to watch what happens in this game, Ron, because the plus minus is in this game. The Blazers bench is minus 13, minus 18, minus 18, and Terry Stotts has changed what he's done this year, where he plays C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard almost exclusively together. When they went off the floor, they got torched. If they're trailing by 10 or 12, that would could be really... They've got to make their run now. Lillard fires the three and misses, and it goes out of bounds. Right? I mean, isn't there a le- le- level of urgency here if you're going to stagger those guys in that fashion? Well, he's experimenting, that, that's for sure. He's trying to strengthen his bench. And as you mentioned earlier, the bench has been playing better as of late. So, you know, in ball games like this, does he go away from it? Rubio hands it off, gets it, going through the lane. Nash dribbles around the outside, finds Crowder. Three ball with Aminu flying at him. Good. Jay Crowder's shot selection, Ron, the last three games is so much better and he's got four threes again tonight. Yeah. Just great shot selection, and, and as Kevin just mel- mentioned a few minutes ago, it all starts with Rubio. When he's breaking the paint, keeping that dribble alive, which I just love when he goes baseline. Good McCullum things happen. Driving, Jazz on a 13-5 to run. McCullum, tough step back, two, no good. Bad shots coming up by the Blazers right now. Jazz defense really impacting. Oh, Corver, deep, three, <laughs> swirled out, crowd was ooing, Jazz bench was off their seats. I was ooing. <laughs> Down low, Turner, and a foul by Corver. Kyle's pretty hot right now. He was two for four in the first half, four for six overall. I guess he was heat checking, but the heat check was taking place near the logo. Jazz have not had a lot of slam dunks tonight, but when they do, it's a $50 donation to the Utah Food Bank, courtesy of Ford. Ford, go further. They're just tuning in. Jazz jumped out to a 33-26 lead at the end of one. It was 25-22 when Lillard went out, and then the Jazz started to make their inroads. They stretched the lead up to 14. Blazers got it down to six by the half. The Jazz bench was the story in the first half. Jay Crowder 13, Kyle Korver 10. And then in the third quarter here, the Jazz stretched the lead right now back to 16, the largest lead of the night, and both free throws by Harkless are no good. That's tonight's game summary brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. Visit AmericaFirst.com. Rubio having a great quarter. Corver rotates to the crowd. It rotates to Donovan. Donovan drives. Goes up on the body on Collins. Misses. Tapped around. Gobert has it and finishes. Jazz by 18. 76-58. You see Donovan pass up an open jumper because that jumper is not falling and tried to get to the basket. Donovan got an assist on that for tapping it to Gobert. Lillard, snakes underneath, to the rim, missed the dunk. He knew Rudy was behind him. 
Lillard comes out to get it as the Blazers got the long offensive rebound. Lillard settles himself by putting the ball on the ground, then fires a three and misses. Battle for the rebound, tipped around. Lillard's got it again. Drives the baseline. Cross-court pass to Nurkic, who's out of bounds, standing <laughs> on by the bench, and he got, grabs it, and that's a turnover. And that might sum up where the Blazers are right now. Lillard so frazzled that he threw a pass to Nurkic, who had stood up to put his jacket on. And the crowd is oohing and on. Jazz by 18, 76-58, 4.13 left. Rubio driving, comes out the other side. Corver, corner three, no good. Rebound tap, Gobert has it. Gobert fakes the handoff to Corver, gives to Rubio. Left side three, pow! 21-point lead for Utah. Ricky, Rubio, and Fuego! Timeout, 4.01 left in the third. Rubio with 17 leads all scores on the Jazz Radio Network. A two-play sequence that might have summed up the game to this point. Damian Lillard drives the left baseline and throws a pass to Yusuf Nurkic, who had just stood up to put on his his jacket and Nurkic catches it while standing on the bench then the Jazz get an offensive rebound kick to Rubio and he hits a three to go six for six and then the poor fans in front of us spill beer all over themselves yeah it was really all over the floor 79-58 Myers Leonard drive on a pick and roll rolls gets it Gobert on him Leonard now retreats out hands to Lillard Lillard drives to the baseline fading and hitting that's his shot But again, the shots the Blazers are getting, Ron, are all of the shots the Jazz talked about in shoot around, saying, okay, if they get, they're gonna get, they're not gonna not shoot, make sure they take this. Corver on a tight curl, takes it out to the three point line straight away, nothing available. Finds Gobert, he gives it back to him, and then the Jazz, Gobert, Corver, and McCollum all collide with each other, and they call a foul on Gobert. I actually don't know that that was the right call, but I can understand from an official standpoint how strange that was, because Cor, because Corver took the curl so tight that he ran into Gobert. Thurl Bailey now with us from the AT&T Sports Desk with the Jazz up 19 and 3.18 left in the third. McCullum on the floor still with Lillard. They haven't gone to the whole bench yet. Search dribble, comes up the other side, tries to shoot over Gobert, and eight-footer goes five. It's an air ball. Ruby on the run. Leaves it behind for Joe. Finds Gobert trailing. Hands back to Joe. Bounces to Rudy. Rolling to the rack. Off the window. No good. That's all right. Reward the big man for his work. Up 19. Here comes Lillard with his red shoes. Trying to get going. Swings it left side to Leonard. They haven't let Lillard get comfortable yet tonight. Bumping and backing is Turner. Jazz double him in the post. Kick out to Leonard. Ingles runs him off the three-point line. He sidesteps to his left. Fires and hits. Not a big deal, but I don't really care if Turner takes his turnaround jumper in the post, by the way. Just want to be on record for that. Well, they, they, they got what they needed out of it. Just Rubio to the rack. Layup. Good. He's 7 for 7 in the quarter. On the same play that ignited him earlier, the UCLA cutoff Joe Ingles. Yeah, that was the first play of the, of the third quarter for him. McCullum driving off the window too hard. Collins flies in for the rebound. Comes back out. Kicks to Leonard. He just hit a 3 a moment ago. He'll fire again. He'll hit again. Myers Leonard, the enigma that has been for Portland for years. It's back-to-back threes. Two minutes left. Thurl Bailey, what are you seeing tonight? 
Well, I think you can live with Miles, Miles Bennett hitting those shots. Uh, they're making it very difficult for C.J. McCollum. He's just taking tough shots. Jazz are doing a great job of defending him. The Jazz are trying to corner pass up top, knocked away. Ingles scoots it on the ground, kicks Rubio by him, out of bounds. Pass by Gobert was a turnover. Just settle yourself down. You're up by 15. Yeah, you can't get rattled now because of a little pressure. Blazers are playing for their lives right now. They're down 15. Leonard, by the way, is a very good three-point shooter at 44% this year. Need some help down here. Kevin Pelton also on the broadcast from ESPN. But he, he takes a really long time to load up. That's why you can double off him. I've never seen him make that sidestep three in a game before. That's a new one for me. And you come to about every Blazer game. Here's Lillard back out over to Turner. He doesn't want to shoot the three. He'll work into the mid-range, throw up a line drive up and in. All right, little surge here for the Blazers, 81-60. 68. Jazz led it by as many as 21. It's now 13. You knew they weren't going to go away. Jazz, Dante Exum, Kyle Corver, Joe Ingles, Jake Crowder, Derek Favors. Favors double clutches twice on the top of the key jumper and misses. He didn't want to take it. 13-point game. Ingles does a great job denying Lillard coming to the ball. So Turner has to keep dribbling up top and then a moving pick by Zach Collins. Blazers on a 10-2 run right now. Rubio has 16 in the quarter. Defensively, what do you see in throw? You mentioned the C.J. McCollum. What else are they doing? Well, you know, it, 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 it goes without saying that McCollum and Lillard take the bulk of the shots, and they do the bulk of the scoring. So you can get one of those guys off kilter, which the Jazz have done, and, and really capitalize uh, on the offensive end, especially without Donovan Mitchell having a great scoring night. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really good night. Now, they've got to sustain that because this, this lead is obviously not a safe lead. Driving, Ingles flips up a left-hander too hard. Favors called for a foul. Here's Lillard. Splits the double team. Attacks. Bounces to the corner to Curry. Top to Collins for three. No good. Rebound favors. And that's the defense right there. That, I mean, that's that was perfect. And they blew it up top, and yet the help defense cut off Lillard and still forced him to pass it around. 81-68. Dante at the top. 15 seconds in the quarter. Dante works the dribble, attacks the basket, bounces to Favors, up and dunks! Myers Leonard on posters all around Salt Lake multiple times tonight. And that should have been a foul. 83-68. Lillard, the top. Jazz doubling him as he works the right side. He steps back for a mid-range two. No. Rebound for the Jazz, and the quarter ends despite all that fluster. The Jazz still go to the fourth with a 15-point lead. Thurl, have a great time on AT&T Sportsnet. Thanks, guys. Jazz 83, Blazers 68 on the Jazz Radio Network. dominates the third quarter for the Utah Jazz and gives them a 15-point lead, 83-68. And boy, Ron, I'll tell you what, when this team gets good point guard play, they got great point guard play from Dante. They got exceptional point guard play from Rubio. They're really good. Absolutely. And and you can see Rubio's really not only just scoring, but he's tough shot. 
Seth Curry hits a three off a pick and roll. 83-71, Jazz lead is 12. Here come the Blazers without Lillard and without McCollum. They extended Lillard to that third quarter. Favors to the basket on Ingles pick and roll, filed by Leonard. So the Blazers have changed the way their rotation is this year from last year. Last year what they did is they played Dame and CJ to start games, but then they'd spread them out. They would only spend 48% of the game on the floor together. This year they're spending 65% of the game. In fact, McCollum's spending about 32 of his 34 minutes a night with Lillard. Lillard is spending about 32 of his 36 minutes a night with McCollum. It means that there's these stretches of the game where they don't have either of them on the floor. And they're such great shot makers. More so Lillard than, than McCullen. So it's like they have to play a different game when they're not on the floor. Favors splits the free throws. Worth noting last year that they were minus six when McCullen was on the floor without Lillard. But this two years ago was the opposite. Leonard, who has three threes, fires a contested three. No good. Ingles with a great screen out of Collins. Exum, Corver, Ingles, Crowder, and Favors. Exit, right baseline drive, cross court pass, Crowder, good look three. No, but a great look and a great pass from Dante, who's seen the floor well tonight. 13 point game, pass down low to Leonard in the block, this is not where he wants to be. He got out of there like he was allergic to it. Out to the right side to Curry. Curry, Seth, the brother of Steph, played at Duke. Gives it out to the right side, he's still working. X him on it, back out to Leonard, Jazz rotate, pass deflected. Nice defense, here comes Dante. Dante running up the back of Favors. Gives it out to Ingles, back to Dante. Push shot from three feet out, up and in. 86-71. You like Dante's game tonight, don't you? It's really good. It's really fun to see, and it's interesting the lineup that Quinn's put him with. He's playing Ingles, Corver, and Crowder together. I don't think they've done this very much this year. And And Crowder's getting much better looks, Ron, the last few nights than I've ever seen him get, and I'm wondering if Kyle Corver's presence is getting better looks for Joe, I mean, for Jay Crowder. It sounds silly, but I'm wondering if it's true. And then the second thought, because of what you're saying, is is this spread floor somehow getting Dante Exum more room to work? Yeah, and the fact that the Jazz now are playing at his speed. Stauskas, right baseline drive, favors there, cuts him off. Out to Curry, ball fake, steps to his left, fires, rattles out. Rebound favors. You know, Dante wants to play... A little quick, a little fast. Last night, Portland's game, or two nights ago, Portland's game against Memphis, one of the slowest all season. Ingles going bumper cars through the lane, lays it up and in. Collins and Ingles talking trash. Well, okay, Joe talking trash, Collins reacts. It's Joe's fouled and finishes. Did you hear Joe's comment about talking with Draymond? No. He was asked about the trash. He's like, I think that's one guy I know every night's willing to talk trash with me. It gets me going. And I have to admit, it probably gets him going, too. (laughs) Well, he got the upper hand the other night, and, and when he knocked down that three and had something to say to Draymond, Draymond did not respond after that, didn't even say anything to Joe at that point. Ingles misses the free throw. Jazz by 16, 88-71. Here's Evan Turner. Pass down low, goes at way out of bounds. An errant pass. Tabo Cephalosha comes in for Jay Crowder. He's played 24 minutes at 16 points. Win Snyder's altered rotations a little bit. Royce O'Neal's playing a little less because of it. But it's creating some space on the floor. 
Here's Ingles, left-hand dribble. Flips back to Favors. Free throw line jumper, good. Oh, Derek and the pick and pop after all the pick and rolls. And the Blazers' defense looks like the Coyote in the Roadrunner cartoon. Beep, beep. Tom out on the floor. Jazz by 19, 90 to 71 on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Alvin Gentry, the Pelicans coach, was standing in front of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and all three of them were laughing. No doubt about what's been going on over the past couple of days. Dave McMenamin asked him whether he'd like the Lakers to trade for Anthony Davis, and LeBron answered, that would be amazing. Wanting to play with Anthony Davis, that that's a duh, of course. Everybody would want to play with Anthony Davis. And those headlines that were created meant, of course, that the Pelicans had to answer questions about whether they were going to trade Anthony Davis. And now, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, that has upset some small market GMs. NBA now. Rachel Nichols from the jump. David Locke, Ron Boone, Kevin Pelton on our stats. Thurl Bailey stopped by a few times. Miranda Tomlinson's working back in the studio with the great Adrian Lizer. 90-71, Jazz by 19. Dame just pounding the dribble, can't get free. Gives up top to Nurkic. Bounce down low to Turner. Ron, what took place there? Dame was trying to get a pick and roll with Nurkic. Dante was on him. Favors was clearly going to double him, and Dame just kept dribbling. And dri- what took place? Well, th- what took place was the game plan because when 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 Donovan had to jump top side to forcing baseline, Rudy tells him because he because now he's there for the blitz, the double team, Lillard. Nurkic jump hook in the lane scores. And, and as I mentioned earlier, once they double team him, they stay in the double team until he has to give the ball up. And you saw what what Lillard did. He just kept dribbling the basketball and eating up time on the clock. Lillard and McCollum average 50 points a game. They've got 26. Corver has a foot on the line, fires the three or the two. It's too long. It should have been a three. Then it would have been good. Rebound comes out to the Blazers. 90-73. to Lillard, double team, down low to Nurkic. Nurkic tries to power through, gets it knocked away, picked up by Turner. He's been in the lane forever. Shot blocked by Favors, goes back up a second time and scores. 90 to 75, 15-point Jazz advantage. Dante drives straight down the lane, lost the ball. It's kicked around, picked up by McCullum. Up to Lillard. Dames Joe up on him tight, knocks it away. It almost looked like he was going to foul. Then Lillard takes a deep, deep three and rattles it home. Look out, here he comes. Timeout Quinn, 12-point game. The Lillard assault is going to come. Can the Jazz handle it? They have a 12-point cushion. It's 90-78. to 8-14 to play on the Jazz Radio Network. The Portland Trailblazers had lost 8 of 11. They came home, won three straight, looking for their fourth in a row. The Jazz had lost four of five, came back home, beat the Golden State Warriors, and are hoping that they can build off that. And with 8.14 to play, two teams that have tasted losing but want to get back on the winning stride are battling, and the Jazz lead it by 12. Damian Lillard is heated up. Let's go back to halftime. 
Here's what Mike Wells' assistant coach said to us about guarding Damian Lillard. For the most part, we've been okay. We've got to get our big up at the point of the screen a little bit more. He's got to see more of a crowd when he comes off that screen. And then we got to know if we've got a rear contest, that the little com uh, communication between the big and the guard right there locked. So once he came off the screen, he got into us a little bit too deep because he had freedom. We switched it into the paint, and then whenever that happens, he's going to re-space, resurface. He got back out to the three-point line and had two wide open looks. We can't give him those... All right, here he comes, but Corver just hit a three off a Quinn Snyder timeout that gave the Jazz advantage. Lillard to the basket, missed the layup as Gobert was lurking. Rebound to Corver, outlet to Mitchell. Right side, Jazz by 15. Cephalosha holding. Rubio is wide open in the corner, Jazz missed him. Rubio had a fabulous third quarter tonight. Mitchell at the top, tries to swing through on CJ, and that's a foul. Third quarter tonight, hey, it was all, not all, but it was largely Ricky Rubio. He was just terrific. He had 16 in the quarter, 93-78. Rubio at the top, Corver on a tight curl, CJ all over, works to the baseline, pulls for the jumper, fouled and hits the 18-footer. Kyle, this really, the Kyle Corver trade makes all the sense in the world on the last two possessions, Ron. <laughs> Jazz are on the ropes. Not on the ropes, but Lillard started the charge. 12-point game, out of a timeout. Design a three for Korver. Boom. 15-point game. They miss. Great shot. Korver hits it. And now a 90% free throw shoot at the line. Completes the three-point play, and the Jazz are up 18. I mean, that... Couldn't explain it any better that, than that, That is just not somebody we had on the roster before. And Quinn has a system that can get great shooter shots. McCollum bounces to Nurkic. He takes the right-hand push shot. It's short. Donovan rebounds. This one's almost over. Left side, Rubio. Three ball. It is if that goes in. Good night. 21-point lead. 9-0 run out of the timeout by the Jazz. And you're eating pizza watching football tomorrow. McCollum, free throw line, fade away. Good. Or just watching the Jazz. We play Oklahoma City tomorrow. Tickets for that one are still available, by the way. 99-80, Rubio, who's got 22 tonight. Crosses over, gets in the paint, free throw line jumper, good, oh my. When was the last time he missed a shot, first well, I'll half? I'll tell you what, he just used McCullen on that play there like McCullen's used to using other opponents. 21-point Jazz lead, Lillard, step back, three, no. He is uncomfortable tonight, as uncomfortable as I've seen him. Well, the Jazz have done a great job of, of keeping him corralled. You know what I mean? Corralled. They, they, Rubio, free throw line jumper. I blew it. That's my fault. He missed. He is, was 9 for 9. Rebound tapped out of bounds. Jazz ball. Yeah, they're doing a great job of keeping Lillard from turning the corner. Whenever they double him, they keep the double until he gives the basketball up, and then they release out of it. Second half tonight for Rubio, 21 points. Who would have thought Rubio outscores Lillard? Corver fading baseline into the bench. Hit it! Oh, Kyle Corver! That's 18 for Kyle Corver. And the Jazz lead at 103 to 80. Nurkic drops the ball coming through the lane. Out to Corver. Down to Cephalosha. Air maxing up two. Terry Stotts has had enough. So the Blazer fans. And a 30-point bell to boot. We'll do it when we come back. No, we won't. We'll stay here. We've already had all our timeouts.
Boy, there's only something in Portland they could use to numb the pain. Oh, wait, they have that legal now. 105. <laughs> Let's find out who rang the 30-point bell. Three-pointer Giannis. A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three for the alphabet. And it's 72 to 53. Giannis drains a three. Ted Davis is so good. All right, let's run through some of the scores tonight with the Jazz leading at 105-80. That was brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Inviting your test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile. Charlotte beat Detroit 98-86. Toronto blew out Cleveland 126-110. Brooklyn's winning streak comes to an end. Indiana 114, Brooklyn 106. Atlanta beat New York 114 to 107. Milwaukee beat Boston 120 to 107. Gordon Hayward was back in the starting lineup tonight, so he could go three of 13. They had semi Ujale have to start at center because they have no Al Horford or no uh, Aaron Baines right now. They're getting a little thin with all their injuries. Chicago beat Orlando 90-80. How about this one, Ron? San Antonio 124, Minnesota 98. Well, Minnesota is going the opposite way. That's two in a row they've lost here, but that puts them at 14 and 18. And I believe on the about year. two and 13 two on the road. Two and 13 on the road. Kevin Pelton of ESPN is along with us tonight. We'll get to him here in a second, get his thoughts. As the Jazz lead by 25 with 5.33 left. San Antonio went 19 to 33 on threes. He tells me on that game. Nick Stauskas hooks it up and in. Shot distribution on this one's going to be interesting to look at. Feels like the Blazers' shot distribution is way off their regular so- normal. And, Ron, that's when I know the Jazz are having a good game when teams are taking shots they're not used to. Corver, again, left corner, no. Rebound, tap, Gobert went over the back. David, let me let me remind you of something that I know you asked Terry Stotts this question about how good he is in, in making adjustments and... and, and drawing up plays and all that kind of stuff. And he immediately went to how much respect he has for Quinn, Quinn Snyder. They have pulled the they have pulled the ripcord on this one, by the way. Stauskas, free throw line jumper, no good. They now have Zach Collins, Jake Lehman, and Mitchell throws one away. Along with Caleb Swanigan, Wade Baldwin. And I think Kyle Corver will check out as Royce O'Neal checks in. Oh, Corver with 18. Pretty good night for Kyle. With excellent night. He's had a season high of 22. So, Kevin, I know you haven't seen the Jazz this year. They've been this good every night. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Why did he, why did he laugh? Because he knows better, huh? You, you know, the games are televised. Too. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> you know, if you listen to the radio, they might have sounded this yeah. good every night. What are you, what's your thoughts on this one? Well, I, I went back to revisit the grade I did for the Kyle Korver trade on ESPN+, Plus, and I gave it a B-plus for the Jazz, and with the benefit of hindsight, I think I'm going to have to revise that <laughs> upwards. I liked the trade for them, but, I mean, he was an incredible difference maker in tonight's game. I mean, you pointed to it, that run by Lillard uh, early in the fourth quarter, and he just comes out and quiets, not, not just quiets the Portland crowd, eventually leads to booze from the Portland crowd. So, Korver, well worth the investment of a couple second-round picks tonight. Portland, back to what I was talking about a moment ago, I looked it up while Kevin was talking. Uh, Portland, uh, and actually Kevin maybe speaks to this best, they've taken 29 mid-range shots tonight, 29 threes and only 18 shots at the rim. That's not the shot distribution the Blazers usually have. Yeah, I mean, they don't have as optimal a shot distribution offensively as they do defensively, 
This is one of those kind of trade-offs that you see in the NBA. It's tough to do that at both ends of the court because of the way that, you know, it requires different personnel. So they're willing to take some mid-range shots, particularly Evan Turner, but they don't want that ratio to be one-to-one -one with threes. Ron, you want to try to claim how important mid-range jumpers are to oh, Kevin while we got? Because that will be more entertaining than Jazz 26-point well, advantage here if you like to Mid-range jump shots are very important. Anyone that says differently, they don't know basketball. There are situations where you definitely have to be able to make No, 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 Wait a sec. I just want to make sure I got this right. How old are you? How old are you? Arden, um, uh, that's probably what your daughter would do, so I thought I'd No, no, she's, she's 13. She wouldn't do that. She's past that stage. Yeah. She doesn't stick her hands in her ears and do that. She doesn't, huh? Well, I'm going to another subject anyway. That'll so wait a second. I want to know something here for a second. Do you know that I'm not entirely smart enough to handle these debates with you, and so therefore you don't have them, but you know Pelton is smart enough, <laughs> and so you're deciding not to try to do this with Pelton? Well, I can beat you up. I, I don't think I'd better try that. <laughs> no, my wife would think it's all right. You don't know Kevin's family situation. One ten eighty four. Jazz have it. Dante flares it over to George Niang for three. Good. Wow. And the Jazz are now 15 of 29 from three. Want to add up the last three ball games with threes, David? Well, Houston wasn't good, so it would be the Warriors. The Warriors was good. Ron, uh, let me go analytic geeky with uh, as the Jazz force a kick ball. The Jazz defense has just put up five straight games of 100 rating or less tonight. Kevin, what does that jump? What does that say to you as a as a analytics guy? It says to me that it's it's looking a lot like we saw in the second half of the 2017-18 season. And, you know, I, I, I think there were some reasons to think that maybe the Jazz defense couldn't be quite as good as it got to, you know, down the stretch last year because of the way that the league is playing a little differently. You're seeing more stretch fives. That makes life a little more difficult for Rudy Gobert. But this is a stretch, especially, as you've mentioned repeatedly, against the competition they face. You know, some of the best the Western Conference had to offer last season that is encouraging in terms of their ability to get back to that level over an extended stretch. Kyle Korver will join us on the post game. I'm being informed. There's 256-59 left here. The Jazz lead at 113 to 84. Has anyone else walked in here and blown the Blazers off the floor this year? I mean, it's a little surprising. If you're, what's your perspective if you're Portland on this night? Yeah, I mean, I think this is very concerning if you're the Blazers. I mean. The, you know, they, they seem to have arrested the slide uh, that, that lasted a few weeks where teams were just making a ton of shots against them, much the way that the Jazz have tonight. But it's the same problems that you saw during that stretch. The bench getting outplayed and, and giving up, you know, other teams just throwing in everything from the perimeter. Neto drives, bounces to Udo, kicks out to O'Neal, straight down the barrel, three, front rim no good. How about this, Donovan Mitchell with three points? Well, that's two nights in a row that... Donovan Mitchell has not had good nights, and the Jazz have won. I didn't know they could do that, Ron. Yeah, that, that's the reason I brought that up. I mean, we, we've always thought, well, we have anyway in the last about year, because I think probably midseason last year, you know. The December game against New Orleans is when everything changed. Yes, absolutely. But Donovan now in his last two games is 6 of 36. That's... A little stunning. Uh, 
Ron, is that something that can be sustained? I mean, oh, can they actually keep winning without? Well, you know what? Here's the thing, Ron. If your defensive rating is below 100, like Kevin and I are talking about, you can get away with a lot. Like, below 100 defensive rating when the league average is 108 or so, 107, 108, that is big-time defensive performance. Well, you just go back to what we talked about last year, one of the reasons that the Jazz were successful. It, it has been their defense. And the fact that they were a mid-range offensive team, maybe 16th, 17th in the league offensively, but the defense was the best. Udo inside, left-hand hook up in it. The that Jazz defense. They were able to survive that. The Jazz defense last year, our magic number was 101. In 26 of the 33 final games of the year, the Jazz defense was below 101. And for the season, in the 38 of the 54 games, Gobert played. 115-89 Utah. Neto through the lane, hooks a pass out to the corner. It's stolen by Stauskas. You were looking something up, Kevin. Yeah, a stat to Ron's point about the three-point shooting. Uh, here, here's what I came up with. First 28 games of the season, Jazz had at least 16 three-pointers three times. They've now done it three times in their last five games. Yeah. Made 16 mm -hmm. threes, yep. yes. Is that uh, – did you – I'm going to go back and watch part of this. Niang for three gets another one, so make that 16 threes for the Jazz tonight. Oh, I guess they weren't quite there. Now they are there. <laughs> well, you're, you clearly knew this was happening. I mean, analytics just tell you what's going to happen beforehand, so you knew. Uh, 118 to 89, Utah. The, is there something that Corver is creating three-point shooting for other guys on the floor? Yeah. You're, actually, by the way, you know the phrase gravity we hear all the time, Ron? You know, you, hear yes. about, you know who created that? Kevin? This little guy over here. Really? I don't take credit for creating it, but I, I'll, I'll say popularized it. Let's okay. go with that. Um, Why don't you just take credit? I've been trying to get you to become an egomaniac <laughs> since the day I met you, and you still if, haven't listened. Eventually, the person that I borrowed it from may resurface on the internet. I don't know who it was. That's why I, okay. I can't give them credit. It was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that when you have, you know, the, the nice thing about three-point shooters, we talked a little bit about playing Ingles and Corver together. A lot of other skills, you know, if you have two great rebounders playing together, they're going to detract a little bit from what the other one does because there's only so many rebounds to grab. But shooters have the opposite effect. The more of them you put together, the better all of them are because of the fact that you can't cover everyone. You're putting defenses in, you know, impossible rotations. Dante drives, misses. Jazz get the rebound. Circle it back out to Dante. He comes across the lane, left to right to the rim, and scores another two for Dante Exum. Dante's got eight assists a season high to go with eight points, 120 to 90. Well, this will make that Dallas game differential go away pretty fast. Well, the Jazz have put up a few scores on the board that have had the rest of the league looking, going, what's wrong with Utah? Tonight be, is going to be the night, the last two nights, are the night the Jazz put the scores on the league, wonders what's right with the Jazz. And I think, as always is the case, probably it's never as good or as bad as it seems in this league. But tonight felt pretty good. 120 to 90 will be the final as Dante Exum dribbles out the clock. And the Jazz blow out the Blazers in really impressive fashion. Kyle Korver will join us here in just a moment. Ron, what in, I mean, Houston, the Jazz played great too. So this is really three games in a row the Jazz have played very, very well. Well, let's go defensively first, David, and remember what they worked on this morning. And I, like I said with, with the shoot-around report, there's three games in a row where they've just about used the same defensive 
strategy with defending key players or, or offensive players out there. And, and tonight it was Damian Lillard keeping him baseline and not jumping to that to defend the middle of the floor until Rudy would come up and 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 he would yell at him, blitz, and then they would blitz and 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 just keep. The, the offensive player there until he gives the ball up. And that works great, especially late in, in, in a shot clock. Kyle Corver is going to be joining us here in just a moment. I think it'll be interesting on that account because I talked to Kyle a little bit about shootarounds today. And I, I think that's where we'll start with Kyle about, uh, and I hear Kyle getting on the headset right now. So hello, Kyle. Hi. Uh, so we talked about this in the hallway. And the, Ron and I were just talking about the level of detail that shootarounds are, but the level that you guys have executed including Houston, the last three game plans is just exquisite. What is it about that shoot-around process that Quinn takes you through and this group and their willingness to be a part of it? You know what? Quinn is great with the details. That's part of what makes him a, a great coach. Um, but you can't just – got to have the right guys that will receive the details. You know, it is, it is a lot to take in. It's something that you kind of got to get used to. Um, but I, I think, you know, like, like you said, we've had, we've had three really tough opponents the last three games. They all played really different. And there's a lot of, there's a, a lot of things that we had to, we had to pick up and uh, remember. And so I, I give the guys a, a lot of credit. You know, offensively, I feel like we've been okay. But defensively, I feel like we've been, we've been really tough. And uh, it's good to see. Quinn has fiddled with different guys playing with you. You played with Ingles and Crowder a lot tonight. Did that feel like it got you some space? Uh, yeah, it did. You know, I think we got a lot of good passers on this team, and I think more than anything is me just getting comfortable. I thought you know, this morning at shoot-around, we were doing our, our offense, and he was calling out sets. For the first time, I was like, all right, I know what I'm doing. And it's, so it's not just like going from A to B, but it's knowing the play within the play, and that's really what it is for me. You know, um, you can memorize, you know, what the play looks like on a piece of paper, but it's like when defense is on you and you got a coverage on you, like how do you still get the shot? And I think the last couple of games I've been feeling you know, better. So you don't need Joe to be yelling at you like he is at shoot-around telling you what every play is? <laughs> no, Joe, man, he's always yelling at me. <laughs> no, it's good. Nice job tonight, Kyle. Thanks, guys. That's Kyle Corver. And uh, Britton Johnson, Jake Scott joins. Kyle had 18 plus 26. Really interesting night um, from Britton and Jake. From, from a broadcast standpoint, uh, I think – Ron deserves a lot of credit tonight. I think it's an interesting night when you go to shoot around, you do a little prep and research, you kind of come in and say, all right, we're going to zero in on these three things, the, the game plan on Lillard, how to deal with the way that, you know, that you how you're going to attack uh, uh, Portland and the uniqueness to what Portland's doing with their substitutions this year. And all three of them had enormous impacts on how this game played, obviously all three in the Jazz favor. Well, you heard Corver right there. I mean, giving a ton of credit to Quinn Snyder and, and lump in the rest of the coaching staff there. I mean, we heard Coach Wells at halftime break it down quite nicely, too. I mean, they, they're just real smart people, and it's amazing when the Jazz go out and execute, uh, you know, what they talk about beforehand, how well they do. I mean, I'm glued into to Booner's shoot-around report. Uh, every single game, and, and when they do, Booner, what you're talking about, it, it's amazing how successful they usually are. Well, you, you know that, you know, some of our – listeners you know they can't see it but you know we think we try to paint that picture you know so they can understand exactly you know what what they what the jazz are trying to do but it's 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 great stuff man I'm, I'm telling you just to to see the small things that that will blow up an offense and and make them go to an, an, another part of their offense that they don't want to get to uh and make someone else be the star that night and and when when you don't have the personnel 
on your team. And I'm not saying Portland is that way, but it looks that way that because their bench, they don't have a guy on their bench that's capable, I think, of, of having a real big night offensively. Mm -hmm. So the, the game plan for for Portland, it really worked very, very well. Dave. Kevin, sorry, Kevin Carlton's here with ESPN and with us. You've seen probably the Blazers, I don't know how many home games they've played. I don't have it in front of me. You've probably seen 10 of them. How different did they look tonight from what the Jazz did to more? Is that what a lot of teams are doing to them? Or what, what was your thought on what you saw? It, it's what a lot of teams are trying to do to them, but they don't necessarily have this level of success. And, you know, they looked frustrated, flustered in a way that we haven't seen. I, I tweeted the stat out. Uh, their previous four home losses this season had come by a combined 10 points, none of them by more than four points. So haven't seen anything like this. And then as uh, Ben Golliver, the Washington Post, tweeted, haven't seen anything like this margin in a long time in Portland. This was their biggest home loss since 2004. Wow. Wow. That's huge. All right, sorry, Britton. No, I was just going to ask if everybody would admit, like me, if, if you'd have known the Jazz were going to win by this much, uh, would you have thought Donovan Mitchell would have had a 30-point night? Um, I would not have. I just got informed they want us on the bus in 30 minutes. You guys so better skedaddle. See ya. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow night. There you go. That's Locke and Boone as the Jazz come up with a big-time win. You heard Kevin Pelton mention it. I, I retweeted Ben Golliver's tweet. Worst loss at home for the Portland Trailblazers in 14 years. 120-90 to 90 is your final. We'll be breaking it down on Jazz Game Night coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.